Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eddie He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. Who are we? Who are we to deserve such mercy? Who are we to deserve such love, Lord? Your love, amazing love, amazing love. Thank you, Lord. 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 Pai kasundali heshet. Miko mahandu si bandala bababa. Rekama sundele mashibonda la mashibana. Emakaya siandolu boshi andelebe. Rema kamu handa isele melemeneme. Renga mo silibakanda libashanda la baba. Father, we bless you, God. We thank you, Lord. My God, that you, our sins were laid on you, Lord. Our sickness was put on you. You who knew no sin and you who knew no sickness, Lord. You took away our pain and our iniquities, O oh God. You took away our shame, Lord. And you loved us, O oh God. You showered your love to us. You said you did not come to condemn us that through your Son, O oh God, that we may receive eternal life, life abundant. We thank you for what such love, O oh God. We thank you, Lord, for your amazing love. We give you glory, Lord. We give you honor tonight. We praise your holy name in the mighty name of Jesus. And all the saints shall say amen and amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Put your hands together for the Lord. What a God that we serve. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. What a great God. He is. Do you believe that he's a great God? Oh, let's fill the first two seats. Amen. Let's fill the first two seats. Glory to Jesus. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Turn to brother or sister by you and give them a high five. Amen. Put up 1 Corinthians chapter 12 for us. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. It's 8, 11 already. You see, how many of us here are church members? Church members. I mean, the question may be silly, but, you know, how many of us here are the, How many of us here consider themselves as members of the church. Even the small boy knows he's a member. He's raised, he's raised. If he gets you, raise his feet. How many of us know that, like, you know, yeah, you're a church member. Yeah, you're a church member. Everybody knows that you're a church member. Hallelujah. Amen. It is a blessing. I found this great book, right? This book, I just came across. I am a church member by, by Thomas Rainer, hallelujah. This book blew my mind as to who a church member is. Amen. And I'll preach from this book, not tonight, but 
it's just so profound what a biblical church member is, what it means. And it's amazing. I mean, the scriptures that you use, just specifically in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, I'm giving us assignment to work on it. We'll start having a Bible study on what, who a church member is, the spiritual component of it. You know, so he used 1 Corinthians chapter 12, reading down, talking about spiritual gifts, right? And talked about everybody has been given a gift to actually operate as a member of the church, to become what? A functional member of the church. Amen. And then went to chapter 13, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and talked about love being the component that makes somebody a biblical or what a, a, like a biblical god's biblical perspective of who a member of a church is amen and then use the chapter 14 to explain how that you know sometimes church members can become some way amen it is an eye-opener amen and i believe that this book will be a blessing to us when i finish reading i'll give it to you amen because if I had my own way, I would give everybody one of this book, if I can get it. But when you read it, it really tells you what your spiritual, you know, place is when it comes to the church of God. He was comparing just like your membership at maybe YMCA, right? Your membership at YMCA, you pay somebody and then they serve you, right? That's your membership. Because you go there, they serve you, they do everything for you. But in a church... When you become a member of the church, rather God has called you to serve. You understand? So a real biblical perspective of someone who God has called to be a member of a church is somebody who has the mind to serve. And the mind to serve pushes you to the point where you come to realize that you are a part of a whole. That's why I say that the, the body of Christ is made up of hands and feet. If everyone is an ear, then what, where will the nose be? Amen. So, it's a very good book. It's been a blessing to me. Amen. How I found it, I don't know. But I think God just wanted me to have this. Amen. All along, I thought I was a church member. But this book shook my foundation. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And I believe that it may do the same thing for you. Amen. Are you excited? Turn to a brother or sister sitting by you. Tell them, redeeming the time. Tell them, redeeming the time. What is time? I guess maybe the science students can give me a definition. What is time? What is time? Hey! What's, what do you, uh, Apostle Kwabina, what is time? The days that you are alive, they are your time. Okay, so he's talking about time in, in terms of your life. The day you were born up until the day that you die is time. So that means that everybody's on a lease, right? God has given everybody a lease. That is why Job says that a man that is born of woman, you're full of days. In Job chapter 14, it says that your days are few, right? You know, your end, you are full of trouble, but that there is a, a cutoff for every person, a man that is born of a woman. Okay, who else? What is time? Yes? Yeah, what do you think? Uh-huh. 
What did you say? When something is in existence. When something is in existence, it is time. Uh, Dr. Aidan, you are, you are the physicist. What is time? Past, future, present. Wow. Amen. How about we, the art students? What is time? We, we, what is time? Time is time. Somebody say, time is numbers. Amen. Hallelujah. Time is numbers. Amen. Hallelujah. But you see, like rightly said, time is what God has allowed you to exist. The period that God has allowed you to exist. And everybody sitting here, God has given us a time. The day you were born and the day you are going to die is the time, the least that God has given to us. So someday, somehow, the end is going to come. As to whether the end is going to be tomorrow or the end is going to be 50 years from now or 70 years from now or we are going to be like mama and go to 90 and still be counting in the name of Jesus. It's all still time. She's a new target is 100. Amen. Is that not what she said? She will live 10 more years because I went all the way to Haiti for her 90th birthday. So she's going to go another 10 years. So we pray for that strength. Hallelujah. Are you still here? You know, so we are talking about redeeming the time. Turn your Bibles to uh, um, Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 15 to 16. Ephesians chapter 5. So redeeming the time means that the time, the least that God has given to us, we have to be careful to use it wisely. Can I have an amen? He said what? See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as what? Wise, De- redeeming the time because the days are what? Evil. Can we get another version? Circumspectly, they say you are taking us to. English is not our first language. Break it down. Who has a new living translation? Uh, read that. That one is uh, English that we can understand. Uh-huh. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Amen. Amen. So it says that what? We should be careful how we live. We should be careful how we spend the time that God has leased to us. We should be careful to use what God has given to us carefully, carefully, circumspectly. Amen. Because what? It says what? That the days that we live in what? They are days that what? Are what? Evil. Evil days. Can I have an amen? Give us back King James. It's okay. I mean, once we bypass the circumspectly, we are okay. Bring that one back. How many of us know that if you read King James at a point, it's that one that when you read, it makes sense to you. I can read any verse, but I have to go back to King James and see what they are saying. Then I go and break it down. And I memorize scriptures with King James. So if any other one comes in, it's... it's, Because King James is poetic. Right? So see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because what? The days are evil. Next verse. 
are these both 15 and 16? Hallelujah. So the days what? The days that we live in what? They are evil days. So we must redeem the time. What actually does it mean to redeem the time? I said that to use the little opportunities on this earth as much what as possible. Brother Gaba, the little opportunities that God has given to you, use it to the max. Hallelujah. Redeeming the time. If you must become something, go ahead and redeem the time and become. Because in God's plan, within that time, he has made it like, let's say you are sitting here, you are supposed to become a doctor. Within the time that God has given to you, he has made room for you. He has provided time for you to become a doctor. So if you don't become, if you are supposed to go to school and you don't go to school and you say you want to be a businessman, then you are not redeeming the time. Because God has a purpose and a plan for everybody's life. I don't know who I'm speaking to. But to redeem the time, like we are saying, use the little opportunities on this earth wisely. Time is a precious commodity. It's a gift that is given to us by God. Hallelujah. Our years on earth are actually supposed to be given to God and to be proving that we truly love God. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and the verse 13. Listen to the conclusion of the whole matter. Every time since I saw this scripture, eh, listen to the conclusion of the whole matter. When we say listen to the conclusion, what does it mean? It means that everything that you have said, this is it. Look at it. Ecclesiastes 12, 13. 13, 14, there about. Is that it? Yeah. Is it not Ecclesiastes 3 where it said that there's time for everything? Right? So, there's time for everything. Redeeming the time. time. The time to be born. A time to what? To die. A time to harvest. A time to plant. A time to weep. A time to rejoice. It's like there is time for everything on the face of this earth. Who has opened to Ecclesiastes 12, 13? Read. It's what? It's what? Ecclesiastes 2, 3. No, 12, 13. I'm talking about, listen to the whole conclusion of the whole matter. So let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Yeah. Ecclesiastes 12 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. What matter? The matter of existence. The matter of the time. The matter of the lease that God has given to us. Let us hear the conclusion of this whole matter. Which means that when all is said and done, when the rubber hits the road, this is what it is. Fear God and keep his commandment. For this is the whole duty of man. So when he says that we should redeem the time or we should walk carefully as people who are wise and not as fools, redeeming the time because the days are evil, what he's trying to tell us is that the conclusion of all that we are saying is that the time that God has given to you, at some point in time, at some part of that time, dedicate some of that time or the entire time fearing God and keeping his commandment because that is your whole duty here on earth. It means that everything else that we are doing for Uncle Sam is a lease that God has given to us. But when all is said and done, this is what is going to be the important one. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah. 
not saying it though. He said, hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Mr. Samoa, the conclusion of the whole matter. What is matter? Those of you who are science, what is matter? <laughs> Anything that has weight and occupies space. Hey, he means that all of us here, we are matter. The chest are matter. He said, hear the conclusion of everything that has weight and occupies space. The conclusion is that thing somewhere, somehow, in the time that God has given to you, dedicated to do the will of God and to fear God. Charlie, we have finished the message. The conclusion of the matter is that we must fear God and to keep his commandments. If you love me, you what? Obey my commandments. Are you still here or you have gone home? Hallelujah. Is somebody still here? Loving God and fearing God. When we say fear God, it's not like God is like a, 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 something that you have to hide away. Fear of God is loving God. Or obeying his commandment. You see, when you say that you, you, you fear somebody, you reverence the person. Hallelujah. You reverence the person. The conclusion of this whole matter, why we are here on earth, why we are in Louisville, why we are on the face of this earth. So recently, I got a text message from a very important person. Sent me a text. It says that what you are doing is the main thing. That person used to criticize what I, was, I am doing. Very much so. Hey, take your time. Sit down and study. Uh, go and do PhD. Yeah, go and do, 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 do. He said, no, no, no. The, everything that you, we, are, we are all doing, we have come to realize that we have tried everything that we have to do. But what you are doing is the main thing. Fear God and keep his commandment for this is the whole duty of man. That is why when all is said and done, it is what you did for the Lord. And Sunday I was saying it. It is what you did for the Lord that really matters. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? amen. Do you believe that we serve a living God? Hallelujah. Is somebody still here? You have gone home. Psalm 39, verse 4 to 5. Mm. Psalm 39, verse 4 to 5. Who? It says that. Verse 4 said, Lord, make me to know my end. And the what? The measure of my days. What it is that I may know how frail I am. Amen. Lord, help me. Or make me to know my end. Let me know how. You see, if you really are a wise person, you will visit the mortuary. And see how when somebody dies and the body is lying there, the body is useless. Can I have an amen? In the cemetery, there's no president. There's no bishop. There's no nothing. You are all from the dust you came, ground you came, into the ground you go. So as you are walking here and you are puffed up, only to come to realize that when we all die, we are that over there we can say you are my co-equal in terms of the body the spirit might have left and gone to where it's supposed to be are you still here so lord make me to know my end and the measure of my days what it 
is that I may know how frail I am. How frail? What does it mean, frail? What does the word frail mean? How what? Fragile. How? I would say non-substantial. It's like there's no substance in it. It's it's just like, it's just like that. You see, when you have glass, right? A cup of a glass that is there and then you are holding the glass and it slips out of your hand and then it falls down and it shatters. You, you, you feel like there's no, there no purpose for this glass anymore. It becomes useless. Hallelujah. Every wise Christian must say that, Lord, help me to what? Know my days. Let me know how long am I going to. That is why I'm saying that if we have something to do for the Lord, it is now. I'm telling you, if we have something to do today, I was talking to a very good friend of mine. A very good friend of mine. When we started out, this guy, my goodness, his voice, eh? his voice. I mean, I can literally still hear him sing. His voice, the voice that he had for the Lord. And due to seniors and everything, he's not using it. So as we're talking, he has said, Lord, bro, bro, you have it. Those days when we talked about anointed singers, we, we were not, we were nowhere. I'm telling you. So you have it. So know, know that your life is limited. If you must serve the Lord, this is the time to serve the Lord. If you must do something for God, this is the time. If you must build the church of God, this is the time that you must do it. And I said last time, one time I was talking to Apostle Joel, and I was trying to say that the very same time you marry is the same time you have to bring forth to children. It's the same time you go to school. It's the same time you do the work of ministry. It's the same time you do everything. You don't finish one and come and start another because all of them must go together. If at this my age, I'm now going to go for associate degree, the ministry is going to suffer. Yeah. But as we were going and then we were, we were struggling and we were bombing, then we, are, we jump up and God will show us mercy and we're climbing and the ministry, five people come to church and the following week only two show up and then you visit them and say, the pastor, we know, we know we'll come next week and they don't come and all those things, all those things were shaping us to the point where at this time, you can actually tell that everything had to grow together. Tonight, I'm here to encourage you. Whatever you must do for the Lord, now is the time. Do not postpone it. No one is too young. No one is too old. Because he who is faithful in little, much will be entrusted in his hands. Now that you are young, if you are not able to use your life to do anything for God, when you are in your 50s, you will not even have five members in your church. Can I have an amen? Because God has a reason why he makes us young people. Is somebody here or you have gone home? Lord, make me to know, know my, what? My end. God knows the end from the beginning. If only God can open your eyes, you realize that a lot of the things that we are struggling for right now, it is not in the will of God for us. It is not in the plan of God for us. Hallelujah. Recently, I was struggling. Go back to school and all that. I was appointed them. I just thought about it. I said that my, my, my prayer was like, will God allow me to use it? That was my, my confusion. It's not like I can't go to school. I can't go to school. 
but would the Lord allow me to use it? So I prayed about it. The God himself should guide. Can I have an amen? Because at this point, yeah, this is the main thing. At this point, I've realized that this is the main thing. How's your roommate doing? She's working. Okay. She's working okay. By the grace of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you still here? You have gone home. God does little things to encourage our heart. Sometimes a word that he places on your heart is that word that he would cause you to use. Yes, yeah, the same word. It's the same word. And he encourages us to come to the point. So whatever God has placed inside of you, whatever you must do for the Lord, now is the time that you must do it. Now is the time that you must do it. In James chapter 4 verse 14, bring it up. James 4 14. Note these scriptures. James chapter 4 verse 14. Look at, look at it. From whence cometh wars and what? Fighting. Hallelujah. It said, whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? Bishop has a camp. What is your life? I remember when I was being sent. That was the tip uh, Reverend Gilbert gave to me. What is your life? A whole camp. What is your life? Look at this. You see, you don't know what comes tomorrow. No one knows tomorrow. Then he says that, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeared for a little time and then vanished away. Hey. Hallelujah. It appears for a shoulder. Now you feel that you are all hipped up and when you wear your high heel, nobody can come near you and you walk like this. You walk like this. A day is going to come you will look at the high hill and you pass around it. Go and ask mama. In her days. Yeah. In her days. So sometimes when we see things, I remember when this bar came, you, you, you saw your pant and the bar and then they were doing this bushy thing and all those things. When we began to look our, at our father's pictures, we saw that this thing is not now. There's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun. Their bar will sweep. By the time they will finish the party, the whole place has been swept. You don't need a vacuum. Because as they move, they, they do the move. It's sweeping the floor like that. These things that you are wearing, you know, they, they used to call it guarantee. You know what is guarantee? Block. Hallelujah. This is this inch. Are you still here? A man's life is like vapor. Job chapter 14 and the verse 1. Put it up for us. 14.1. Job 14.1. You see that? Man that is born of a woman is of few days but full of trouble. Oh, you haven't seen anything yet. Trouble is part of your lease. That is why if you've never come to a mountain, then you would not know the power of God. Because it is with the mountain that you see that God has power to clear that mountain. If you've never been through anything before, then I question your maturity. That is why they look for job experience when they are giving you a high position. You know? How many bodies have you cut open? That now you, are, you say you are a surgeon. There should be records. 
there should be, you know, things that will show that you have done this before. You know this program. You know that program. You know this. You know how to mix chemistry. Since when did you become a chem- chemistry professor? Have you, do you know what is a covalent bond? Are you still here, somebody? Psalm 103, verse 13 to 15. Talking about man's days is like grass. This grass, we, we, it grows and we cut it down, then it comes again. You don't know who will be ready to cut down your grass. Somebody has a mower ready to cut down your grass. Are you still here? It's a what? Yeah. Like as the father pitied his what? Children. So the Lord pities them that fear him. Listen to the whole conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandment. That is the whole duty of a man. So God pitied those that fear him. For he knoweth our what? Our frame. The Lord knows where you may. In Psalm 129, he said that there is no place you can hide from him. When you were being formed, the Lord was there. He actually put you together. Your father could have easily married sister Kiki. But they chose your mom. You know that. Your father could have easily, me, my father, he could have easily married an Indian. He would have had the pastor, an Indian, a Ghanaian Indian as a pastor. Yeah. He was trained there, brought some pictures of some beautiful Indian. But God, in his purpose, giving him low for my mom and in that relationship is where your pastor was supposed to come can i have an amen he remembered that we are what dust as for man his days are what are grass as a flower of the field so he what flourish it you flourish then boom you are gone very soon. A time was come, is coming. Fall. When fall comes, it's as though there is no tree in this country. Every leaf falls. Then when he deems fit, he put it, he brings super glue and begins to attach it. May God use super glue to attach your life back. Can I have an amen? What I'm saying is that if we know all these things, then we must understand. And everything I use there, even the gas tanker, the gas tanker that takes gas to the gas stations for we to go and buy the gas, even that gas tanker runs on gas. Who would have thought that the, the supplier, they themselves, the person who bakes the bread, not knowing they eat breakfast, they, they eat bread and cheese. What is that... What is that supposed to do for us? What it's supposed to do is that the person who made us, he is the one that has the source of energy that we need. That is why our life, a chunk part of our life must be dedicated to serving God. Redeeming the time. Are you still here? Am I making sense? Oh, we are running out of time. We are running out of time. We are running out of time. See, so when I stand here, I think about our late brother Enrique, right? Yeah. The first person who believed in the call that is upon my life. We buried him. 
at the age of 41. How many years ago? Maybe two, three years ago. Almost three years. Probably maybe he thought he, was, he had time. But time entirely waits for no man. If there was something that he should have done and did not do it. So it could have been me. It could have been you. So whatever you must do for the Lord, I'm here to tell you that now is the time. We should live as people that are wise. We should not wait till we amass all things before we begin to use our giftings to advance the kingdom of, of God. Are you still here? Tell the person sitting by you there should be a sense of urgency. Tell them. Hey! All your children that are locked up in your loins, you better bring them forth quickly. Because a preacher bee is locked somewhere that you must bring forth because time entirely waits for no man. Some people say, Pastor, say it again. I need to record this for my husband. Are you still here? Hallelujah. What does redeeming the time mean? For some of us, redeeming the time will mean give your life to Christ as soon as you can, as soon as today, as soon as tomorrow, as soon as the day after. For some of us, redeeming the time means to obey God's call as soon as you can. Hallelujah. For many are called, but few are chosen. As you are sitting here, you know God has called you. But you are, you are dilly-dallying with the Lord. He's like, Lord, you know, let me, um, in five years, when all is said and done, it's a big mistake to think that you want to attain something before you give your time for God. That's what I'm saying. If you don't remember anything that I've said, the very time you marry, you go to school, that, that's the very time that you, everything must be done together. Everything must be done together. But see, everything must be done together because our timing is not God's timing. Hallelujah. How many of us are wearing watches? Sister, what, what, what time? Tell me exact time you have. I don't, want, I don't want phone. Because if Verizon, then Verizon is keeping the time. What, what time is your watch saying? 8.43. What time is your watch saying? The battery is down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, who else is where? 843. Don't use your phone. No. You, you, that is part of phone. It's, it's linked up to your iWatch. Yeah, who is wearing regular watch? Yours is also linked up. So people don't wear regular watches anymore. Huh? So Bright's watch is 854. Hey, 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 so very. Listen, my watch. When I sit in my car, I've set my thing about five or ten minutes ahead. When I sit in there and I'm running late, I don't even remember. So I'll rush. And when I get to work and I see that as I am in time. So time to everyone may be different, but you redeem your time. That's what I'm saying. And when we say redeeming your time, for some. It may mean that respond to the call of God now. For some, it may mean that you have to rise up. 
and the program that you are supposed to start, you need to start now. Because God is counting you to be done so that he can use your life for something else. Can I have an amen? For some, redeeming the time means that begin to win souls as much as possible. Hallelujah. Because it's been a while since you told somebody that Jesus Christ loves them. Can I have an amen? For some, redeeming the time means that pray as many hours as possible. Hallelujah. Nowadays, when you get up, you don't pray. You just get up and then you look up. You don't even open your mouth to say good morning. You just look up. Say, God, you day? All right, see ya. Then you are out. For some, to redeem the time means to be holy as possible. For some, to reveal, uh, to redeem the time means that do more for God. Hallelujah. What did the Bible tell us in Ephesians? Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16. It says that what? We should redeem the time because the days that we live in, they are evil days. Right? The days that we live in, they are evil days. Anything that is evil will choke you from actually doing anything good for the Lord. So that is why we are in a part of the world where the devil's goal is to prevent you from serving the Lord. Some of us, if we were back home where we came from, we would have been bishops. How many of us believe what I'm saying? If you were home, you would have been bishop or you would have been a serious Christian to the level greater than who you are now. Because we've been made to understand that, Charlie, ministry, ministry in America is not easy. But if the Lord brought us here, then he has given us what it takes to actually do the work. Are you still here? Are you redeeming the time? Seven reasons why you must redeem the time. Number one, write it down. I hope I've made my case enough. Number one, write it down. You must redeem the time because the days are evil. Hallelujah. We said that. Rise up. Move around. Get involved. Work for the Lord. Work for the Lord. Elizabeth, as you're going to school, don't say that my mom is not here, my dad is not here. It's the time to chill around. Over there, lead people to Christ. Over there, may because of you, may first love come to the place you are going. Yeah. As Pastor Neil Kain will tell you, last time he was saying that me, the prayers I made them, I made us pray. No wonder that everybody that was in our group is a pastor. I said, me? He said, yes, you don't know. The prayers that you made, that spray. At the point in time, the, the, the choir, the, the church executives, they became afraid of the choir. Because the prayers that we were praying, the worshiping that we were worshiping, it looks like it, it became so intense. I mean, we looked like orangus in the church. Orangutans. Hallelujah. Because the church will have its own prayer. Then the choir have some intense prayer. We'll go to Pajo, the stadium. We can pray. You come. People are lying on the floor. People are... It was not easy. The choir have 175 people. Yeah. Say, no wonder. Say, you remember. Pastor David will tell Even in New York, we will go to that Brooklyn Park. There at night... 
Then we are walking around and we are praying. That's where the Lord whipped him to go back, to go back home. And me, I, I stayed here. <laughs> he was the one that was called. Me, the Lord did not say, I'm called anywhere. So me, I was here then by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Because sometimes it matters where you are located. Hallelujah. Oh, are you still here or you have gone home? The evil days. Many Christians are relaxing. Many Christians are chilling out. Listen, we spend so much time behind the TV. We spend so much time. Some of us sitting there, we know, we know the names of all the soccer players in the world. Basketball players. They have exercise and when they pick up a basketball and they go, it's millions of dollars. You, your hand is worth nothing. Then you spend all your time trying to figure out what was the greatest shot. Maybe yours will be one soul. Because when I win one soul, the Bible says that there's great rejoicing in heaven. If somebody plays basketball, plays soccer, scores a goal, and the whole earth is excited, I would rather make heaven excited. telling you. This is the main thing. A small church we have come to, it means that we should go and quit our job and everything. That's not what we are saying. It is the same time you are working hard. It's the same time you must have time to do the work of God. So I'm telling you, a day will come. This is going to be the main thing. I'm believing God that a day will come. Eh? You know, those of you like, you know, uh, uh, senior DBA, we would employ you here. Because we have DBA work. And then because of your expertise, and we'll pay you three times what you are making now. It is possible. Why not? Because God also deserves the best. A lot of us, we give our best. We would have our own clinic. The doctors, we have our own clinic. And you are the people who are taking care of the sick. Why not? Why not? We have free insurance in our own church. These things, they will come to pass. If the Lord does not come before. Why not? Why not? Why not? I say, why not? Why not? It is possible. Kodesh Family Church Clinic. Hey, it's a clinic. Kodesh Church Family School. It's a school. People would attend. Your own children will attend. Your children's children will attend. Your children's children's children. If the Lord does not come, they would all be in here. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? amen? Can I have an amen? amen? God is preparing us for his kingdom. For his kingdom's sake. A lot of times I get amazed at the people that Bishop will send ahead of him. Engineers who go who doctorate degree in engineering. They send them to the villages. They go and create a path for the Healing Jesus convoy to come through use their intellectual brain to know that when we go up here it's not likely that the tracks can go up so we must find another alternative way when we get here maybe we have to go around this way it's all all those things that they have been traveled so whatever you are doing now is for the kingdom's cause don't think that pharaoh is taking it from you your 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 um IT skills and all those things. Don't think that you are you know the world needs it God also deserves the best 
God also deserves the best. The day that the time will come where we have to build another church building, we will have our own architects, we will have our own contractors, we will have our own people who are actually doing it. God also deserves the best. That is why we must redeem the time. Because God is preparing us for something great that is coming up. Can I have an amen? Number two, you must redeem the time because it shows that you understand the will of God. You understand what? The will of God. What we do with the time God has leased to us determines our understanding of his will for our lives. Most of us Christians do not really understand what is at stake. The lukewarm, half-hearted approach to things of eternal value reveals that we don't know the dangers that are ahead. Amen. The way we now we serve God, the way we serve God, the way we serve God, like half-hearted today, you know, I'm in the church. Tomorrow, I'm not in the church. Today, somebody has offended me. You know, somebody, you, when we start doing the Bible study, I'm going to create a Bible study from this. It will change our perspective of who we are as a church member. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Amen. Our half-hearted nature approach to the things of God shows that we do not know the times that we live in. So what is number one? You must redeem the time because the days are evil. Number two is what? Because what? It shows that we understand the will of God for our lives. What is the will of God for our lives? Listen to the whole conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandment. This is the whole duty of a man. The whole duty of a man. Lord, help us to know our end. How frail our life is. My life is like a grass. My life is like a vapor. It rises one time and it disappears. Like the flower of the field. It flourishes and the next minute it's gone. Can I have an amen? Number three. You must redeem the time. Because the night is coming when no one can work. The night is coming when no one can work. You want to know what is the night? You know what is the night? What happens at night? Dead and gone. We are talking about whilst you are alive and the night has come. You are old age. A good picture of night is our mother sitting here. She has the heart for God. But she cannot rise up and come on the stage and be jumping. I'm chasing you. She has her own way of moving with the music. Cool. That is night. Bible says that in the night time, the grinders will be few. People lose their teeth. This is that the windows will be dim. You can't see. You need magnifying glasses. You can't see. You need glasses. That's why she's a very blessed. She doesn't have ear- hearing aids. She can see. She can talk. She can wear. This is a true blessing of somebody who is blessed of God. Bible said that Abraham was full of years and full of blessing. Yeah. At 90, doesn't need any aid. Have her own grinders. She eats her food as she likes it. You don't even have to cut her food for her. She eats it herself. 
she hears, she walks, she comes home of us. When we get up, the body pains that we have as young people, she doesn't have half of them. It's a true blessing. Oh, it is a true blessing. If you don't know a blessed person, look at her. Seriously, I mean, I think God, God gives us good examples. What does John chapter 9 verse 4 say? Hmm. We have ended our message. It's 9, eh? Yeah, three minutes. Let me end here. I think we will continue. John 9 4, what does it say? I must work the work of him that what sent me. While it is day, the night cometh when no man can work. At night, you don't work at... It's only in America that you work at night. <laughs> or... You will see night, then they are fixing the road. They have light on their forehead, and then they are fixing the road. It's only in America. In most countries, by the time the sun goes down, everything is shut down. What a man, man must rest. You just finish. The, the night has come. Go to bed. But over here, that's why we must know that America is like Pergamos. Where the, the stool of Satan is. Because Satan is actually here. Trying. I mean, look at people. These gay activists. Look at what they are doing. I mean, literally. Now they are entering into our schools. Yesterday I heard on the news that they are trying to see how they can bring in God we trust or something in our, the public schools, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, that in God we trust, like you know, at the entrances of the public schools, I think it's a good idea. Because the teacher comes to talk. Christian told me that one of the teachers who came to introduce us is gay. I mean, the teacher openly. I mean, what kind of thing is that? Only in America. Today I saw a, a what? A transgender. Say you transgendered now have become male and was breastfeeding their baby. What kind of rubbish is that? But that is what our children are seeing. Yeah. That's what our children are seeing. You don't know. You pray for our children. He's sitting with somebody, your child. One time, one ch child was confused. Why was he confused? Because the person who sit by him have two mothers, two parents. They are all mothers, female, female. And so that's to bring it to you know. And my mother, and my mother, and my mother. Where's your father? Your father is a she. Where's your mother? Your mother is a she. The child is confused. Listen, it's not anything. God never makes mistakes. God never makes mistakes. If God wanted you to be a man, he'll make you a man. If God wanted to make you a woman, he'll make you a woman. Even the people who are hermaphrodites, genetically, they end up having both male and female organs. One of them is more dominant than the other. God is not. Because the eggs, eh, the eggs that a woman has, the very day you were brought forth, the eggs are set. You choose to use what you want to use. Yeah, they are set. Your spermatozoa is fixed. God has just given it to you. Permanent. You cannot add, you cannot subtract. That's why don't wait till you are too old. 
because the vitality will go down. There is a time and a season for everything. Yeah? So God never makes mistakes. God never makes mistakes. But we have to believe in the word of God. Hallelujah. Believe in the word of God. Because our, our children are being indoctrinated with the types of books that they read. At the point in time, this Harry Potter book, it was a requirement for the kids to read. Demonic, devilish stuff. You know, but it's okay to tell your child that tell the teacher I will not read. Even if they fail you, you will not read it. Yeah. Let your children know the standard. Let them know you don't celebrate Halloween because it's a time that they worship gods. They worship demons and devils. Tell them that you don't celebrate. So that trick or treat, you go and buy candies and give to your children at home. The church cannot have, one time I, someone said the church can, instead of having trick or treat, have what? Uh, whatever they say to me. What's the, the church can also have something at that night and bring the children in and give them candy. That particular day is a no-no. We have a candy man here. Every day of the year is a time to give out candy. Yeah. Amen. You don't have to wait till that day so that the children now begin to see the thing. But rather, let them know that if Sunday comes and you sit at home, something bad can happen to you. So the child knows that as for church, Sunday, they get, I mean, our kids, eh? Before, before, they would tell you, sir, tomorrow, is tomorrow, Wednesday, oh, we are going to church. They will start telling their teachers at home that tonight we are going to church. If you give me any homework, give it to me now. Because tomorrow we are going to church. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. Hallelujah. But you, as you are sitting here, when you even go to a board meeting and they serve, you cannot close your eyes to say a prayer over your food. The very minute somebody encounters you, they must know that you know Christ. They must know that you know Christ. Not that they leave your presence and they go. You are sitting there. You are talking about profane things. And then you are sitting there and then you are quiet. There's always a, ah, but why are you not saying anything? Say, oh, I'm quiet. You need to let them know that you are a Christian. You don't agree to what, what do you mean by you are quiet? Well, if you are quiet, we are saying what we have to say. I just tell them, Natalie, my Bible does not tell me to, you know, be talking about these things, so. You know what? Change the topic. When they are saying something and then you just enter, you realize that they keep silent because Osofo has come. The pastor has entered. Let it be. Two people are gossiping. As soon as you walk in, they know they have to stop because you don't like such things. Yeah. That should be the thing. Amen. So let us redeem the time. Let us walk as wise people and not as fools. Because the days that we live in, they are days of evil. Shall we rise up? Wow. What a blessing. It is so great. What a joy, what a joy, what a joy. Father, we thank you. Talk to God. Talk to God. Tell the Lord to help you to redeem the time. Help us redeem the time, Lord.
for the days that we live in, they are evil days, Lord. Help us, help us, help us, help us, help us, help us. Father, give us an understanding of what your will is. Teach us to incline our ways to your ways, Lord. Direct our path. Give us direction. My God, the purpose you have for us. Lead us, Lord. Lead us, Lord. Lead us, Lord. Talk to him. Talk to him. Tell the Lord to help you. Whatever state you find yourself, ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord to help you. Ask the Lord to lead you, to redeem the time. Whatever you must do, it's time to do it quickly. But ultimately, this is it. When all is said and done, and everyone is gone, Lord, you're really all I want. You're the best the world has. And it leaves me feeling numb. And Lord, you're really all I want. And all that I long for, all that I hope for, is just that thought of your loving hand. All that my heart is hungry to have it. Just one more touch of your loving hand. When all is said and done, Lord, you're all I want. Let's sing it again. When all is said and done, come on. When all is said and done, oh, and everyone is gone, Lord, Lord, you're really all I want. Oh, when the best that world has, oh, just leaves me feeling numb, oh, Lord, you're really all i want all that i long for and all that i long for oh all that i hope for is just a sense of you coming near. oh all that my heart is hungry to have is just one more touch from your loving hand oh when all is said and done oh lord you're all i want can this be your prayer tonight when when all is said and done lord you're all lord you're all i want one more time when all is said and done 
when all is said and done lord you're lord you're all uh, oh sing it again as you mean it when all is said and done when all is said and done lord you're lord you're all i want one more time sing when all is said and done oh when all is said and done Oh, oh Lord, you're all I want. Heavenly Father, when all is said and done, when everything is ended, when our few days have come to the end, it is you that would matter. It is the work that we did for you that would matter. It is the assignment that you gave to us in the least that you gave us. Whether we accomplished it or not. But thank you for your word, O oh God, that tells us that there are evil days ahead of us. And in that evil days, we cannot do anything. Therefore, O oh God, we need to awake, O oh God, and rise up. Rise up, all ye sleeper. Rise up and do the works of righteousness. Rise up and do the works of righteousness. Rise up and put your hands to the plow. Rise up. Don't look back. Don't look back. Rise up and put your hands to the building of the church. We thank you and we bless you tonight. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Take out a good offering. Father, we pray that you bless our seed in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, all that I long for, all that I hope for, is just one touch from your loving hand. Oh, all that my heart is, oh, hungry to have it. Oh, just one more touch from your loving hand oh when all is said and done oh lord you're all i want when all is said and done oh when all is said and done oh when all is said and done oh lord you're all I want one more time lift up your voice and sing when all when all is said and done oh Lord you're all I want Heavenly Father let this be our heart cry help us as we walk out of this place Help us to be cautious of a touch from you. We honor you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Belrad Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Thank you.